Hey there, thanks for joining me today. I'm so glad you did. Okay, let's do it together. Deep breath in and out. Just take a minute, just to slow down. Even if you're running around while you listen to this, at least slow down in your mind and your racing thoughts for just a few minutes. That's what I wanna do. Let's relax and settle in for a good conversation. A few minutes to pause and ponder. This is the Pause and Ponder podcast with Susie Weber. I hope you'll stick with me through this episode because this issue has really been heavy on my heart lately. And I think it's a message I need to be reminded of often. I really hope God will speak to your heart on it as well. And together, we can better represent him to this hurting world. So let's get started. First, I just want to say, kind of exciting, this is my 40th episode, so that's fun. And then I also want to just uh, offer a correction to last week's episode, if you do in fact listen to these in order. Last week, I spoke about Jesus singing, and um, I mentioned that they sang Psalms 120 to 134, they're called the Psalms of Ascent, and I was talking about after the Passover meal that Jesus was, there's actually a verse that says Jesus was singing a psalm, but that isn't actually when they would have been singing those psalms. They would have sung the psalms of ascent on their ascent into Jerusalem. So that would have been a few days before that. What they actually sang after Passover, which I happened to read like the day after I recorded that, was uh, Psalms 116 to 118. So that's one of those psalms or all of them would have been what Jesus would have sung after the Passover meal. So just wanted to correct that. But on to new things for today. So do you ever have that experience where God keeps bringing something up over and over again to you? Well, the past probably week, I have had that, maybe two weeks. So what do I keep hearing about? God keeps putting in front of me the danger of careless words. There's a lot of words thrown around these days, in person, on social media, wherever. And even conversations that we think we are just having with one person can be overheard by someone else and can hurt. So what has God been impressing upon me and impressing upon me to share with you? Just this. Every word matters. Every word matters. So be careful. That's what God's telling me. God's telling me to spend more time listening. And here's a verse that's been rolling around in my head about it. It's Matthew 12, 36 to 37. This is from the ESV version. I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word they speak. Some versions say every idle word. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Every careless word. Boy, that's convicting, isn't it? Now, what words have I been thinking about? I've specifically been thinking about conversations on topics that Christians don't agree on and topics where we are free in Christ to make different choices. So this isn't about sin. This is about life choices where God can guide 
one Christian one way and another Christian another way. And it's also the topics where we're tempted to judge others. Am I right? And that makes me think of the verse, judge not that you not be judged. That's Matthew 7, 1. And it's followed by the speck and the log passage. You know, don't try to get out the speck in your brother's eye when you have a log in your own eye. And I think that is a timely passage for today, for a lot of things that come up today. Do not judge lest you be judged. I don't know. Can anyone relate that the world needs to hear stop judging each other and that Christians, we as Christians, need to be held to a higher standard, a higher standard of being more careful with our words, to have words that don't hurt and words that express love? Just in case you can't relate, I'll give you some examples. Here are some of the topics that come to my mind when I think of this subject and of being careful with my words. Topics where God can lead us in different ways. So here we go. Public school versus Christian school versus homeschool. Those choices. Breastfeeding or bottle feeding. Working outside the home. Being a stay-at-home mom. Even watching TV or not having a TV at all. Going away to college or doing college from home. Having a job during high school. Not having a job during high school. Dating as a teenager or not being allowed to date as a teenager. And yes, the issues of today. Vaccine or no vaccine. Mask or no mask. Even Democrat or Republican have become hot topics. And it seems like the temperature is heating up and the dialogue is getting more and more passionate and even more judgmental. And unfortunately, this problem has always existed. That's why Jesus addressed it. So human nature hasn't changed that much, but it does seem like it's gotten worse in the last few years. And I'm sure there are even more topics that are different choices, and these do not involve sin. It's just God directing people in different ways, period. And in all these topics, and all the other ones that you might be thinking of, I think we all need to remember this verse from James, James 4. Do not speak evil against one another, brothers. Do not speak evil against one another, brothers. The one who speaks against a brother or judges his brother speaks evil against the law and judges the law. That's the law of God. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. These are such important things to remember. And I think sometimes we're not meet, well, probably most of the time, we're not meaning to be judgmental. But I think when we're not careful with our words, careless words can really hurt others. You know, the Proverbs are full of verses about words, right? Verses about being careful what we say, our tongue. But I think when you list too many Proverbs, they kind of lose their punch. So I just want to pause and ponder two specific Proverbs, two Proverbs that really uh, merit pausing and pondering. Here's the first one, Proverbs 12, 18. There is one whose rash words are like sword thrusts, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. There is one whose rash words are like sword thrusts, a jabbing sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. 
And then the other one is Proverbs 11:12. Whoever belittles his neighbor lacks sense. Whoever belittles his neighbor lacks sense. But a man of understanding remains silent. You know, this is God's wisdom for us, these Proverbs. I feel like it is the wisdom of God that says, Hey, you don't know everything. Stay humble. Remember, you don't know all the facts. You don't know the person's motives as much as you think you might. And you don't know all of the circumstances of their life. So shut up. Love them by just listening. And those are words I'm saying to myself. I'm telling myself to shut up. But you know what? People don't really want advice or my opinion on everything. It's better to be quiet. Better to give words that remind us all of grace. And just let the Holy Spirit be the Holy Spirit. Did you notice that these two Proverbs did not mention the topic that was being discussed? You can pick your favorite controversy and apply these Proverbs, this wisdom from God, to that issue. Here they were again. Think about the issue that drives you crazy that people are being judgmental about. Or that you even struggle about judging others about. And apply this wisdom. There is one whose rash words, careless words, words spoken quickly without thought, rash words, are like sword thrusts. What's a sword thrust? Piercing the heart, and not in a good way. There is one whose rash words are like sword thrusts, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. And whoever belittles his neighbor lacks sense but a man of understanding, or a woman of understanding, remains silent. And so, I'm pausing and pondering today, and for the last few days, how cautious am I with my words? Are there places where I feel I don't need to be cautious? This is exactly where I am feeling convicted right now, because it said every careless word. We will be held accountable for every careless word even in the places where we think it doesn't matter. It actually does. I know I think it doesn't matter when I'm with people who agree with me. But you know what? It always matters. Words have a way of shaping our heart attitudes. There is one whose rash words are like sword thrusts, but the tongue of the wise bring healing. And whoever belittles his neighbor and we know our neighbor can be anyone. Do we belittle anyone? We bel can we maybe belittle the person we haven't met at Target or the person on Facebook or whatever? Whoever belittles his neighbor lacks sense, but a man of understanding remains silent. The sad thing is careless words can really hurt like it said, a sword thrust. Careless words can destroy relationships. Careless words are on that broad road, the easy road, and that road leads to destruction. Careless words crush spirits. Don't you remember something someone else said, probably carelessly? Don't you remember it for a long time? When it comes down to it, careless words simply do not represent Christ. 
and a few careless words can cause huge divisions in churches, in families, and in friendships. In fact, none of those topics I listed have anything to do with reflecting Jesus to others. How often are those topics discussed or posted about or comments made and Jesus is never even mentioned? Let's bring it back to Jesus. Jesus said, you will give account. You will be held accountable for every careless word. Am I shutting up now? Just a little bit. But you know what I think the whole world needs to be reminded of? Is that we don't need to be threatened by people who have made different choices. Even within the realm of the body of Christ, the family of God, we don't need to be threatened by people who have made different choices, who God has directed them to make different choices than us. And more than that, I think I'm feeling like when we're talking about our choices, that it is wise and a cautious move to mention that this is not the only possible choice. It's simply the choice God has led me to make in my life. I think it's a good reminder to keep my heart humble and deflate the idea that I have everything figured out, that I've, you know, I've done the research, I know what I'm talking about. Those kinds of thoughts lead to the careless words. Careless words also happen when we make assumptions about the person we're talking to. How easy it is to assume that the other person is going to agree with you, to assume that the other person's experiences are the same as mine. But you know what? We have no idea. We have no idea what experiences someone else has not told us about. So caution is best. It makes me think of a time that I really regret my careless words. And I'll share it with you not to glorify um, my experience, but as a cautionary tale. So this one time, I was at a woman's retreat or something, some woman's function, and we were sitting in the sanctuary, and they told us to turn around and just pray with the people, you know, sitting near us. And so I did, and the women in my little group, I knew them. I thought I knew them. Um, it wasn't like brand new people. So we started chatting and I guess the speaker had said something about abortion because we were talking about abortion. And, um, I said something like, you know, people who've had an abortion are scarred for their entire life or something like that. And I, and then I said one or two more things, like a few sentences. And then this other woman in the group said, oh my gosh, your, your words are just piercing my heart because I've had an abortion. And I was horrified. I would never have spoken so callously about it if I had known I was speaking to someone who was dealing with this. And actually, this situation was slightly different than the ones I've been talking about uh, previously in this episode because the issue of abortion was something we actually agreed on and agreed that it was a, a wrong choice, that it was a sinful choice. But even so... I had been careless, and it was hurtful the way I was talking about it. I felt terrible, and I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. She was like, no, no, that's okay, and, you know, kind of moved on. But I remember that and remember thinking, I need to be more careful with my words. I really do. You just don't know what someone's experiences are. And I think another good thing to remember is we can learn something from people who have made different choices from us. Even if we aren't going to change our mind, 
we can still learn something from them. God can use those people in our lives to burst us out of our bubble, uh, to humble us, to remind us that we're not God, whatever it might be. Show us a different perspective. And we can appreciate that without being swayed to change our mind. What were those verses? There is one whose rash words are like sword thrusts, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. And whoever belittles his neighbor lacks sense, but a man of understanding remains silent. Maybe he gains understanding by being silent. And two more I think are important. Judge not that you not be judged, and do not speak evil against one another, brothers. You know what? I want my words to be filled with grace, wisdom, and especially the love of Jesus. But first, I need to really sit with this idea of careless words. I need to slow down. I need to pause. I need to prepare myself to listen. And that is enough for today. Thanks for listening. I'll just add this one final thought. None of God's words are careless. Every single word of scripture are God's intentional chosen words for us. And while some of those words, like the ones I mentioned today, might sting a little, they all lead to healing, to grace, and to life. May our words reflect his. Till next time. Thank you.